everybody, welcome back to Gone Outdoor Radio on Kello News Talk and KWSN in Sioux Falls and the mighty 790 in Fargo, Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri, Brewer Agri Outdoors. And we are going to head out west and talk to one of the boys from Ultimate Outdoors Television. We love having these guys on. There are three of them total, and we've had all three of them on over the years, over different four different segments. Um, this time we're going to talk, chat with Kurt Sherrado. Welcome to Gun Outdoors, Kurt. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's uh, always fun and exciting. So, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to chat. Yes, and we love talking to you because we don't get out west nearly enough. I mean, it's pretty rare. There's so much to do here in Minnesota, eastern North Dakota, western Minnesota, uh, all the way up into Manitoba, Lake Winnipeg. I know you guys like to go there once in a while, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, there, there's plenty of stuff to do here. But, man, western North Dakota, there is literally so much to do. Huge walleyes, huge pike, all kinds of deer, birds, whatever you want is out there. So let's, let's talk fish a little bit. Let's talk okay. Skakawea. If, okay. if someone wants to go out to Skakawea right now, or actually any time in October, um, where would they go? Would it be different early October than it would be late October? And if so, why? Well, I don't know that it would be different. Um, I, I guess I've spent my, in short, let, let's call, Skakawea is a big body of water. I mean, it gets a stretch, let's call it almost 100 miles. So, there's kind of the eastern part of the lake, the central part of the lake, and then what we call the Van Hook, Van Hook Arm. So, and that's on the west side. But, um, boy, you guys, are your, your, your timing is perfect. Um, obviously, the fall bite, the fish are active. They're ready to put some pounds on. It is probably, I'm going to say, the next, next month is probably some of the best fishing you'll see up there, probably for the big fish thing. Um, my favorite and a lot of people's favorite is out West in the Van Hook arm. Um, there's a lot going out, a lot going on out there. Um, but you can also dump last week. I was just in the midsection of the lake. We had a fantastic day. Um, the, the Eastern part has a lot of opportunity. There's the Missouri river is there. You can duck in there. You can come up on top and, and chase some salmon in the fall. And on that whole eastern end, you can chase walleyes at the same time. So you can go pretty much anywhere on that lake. I would say most of the people focus towards the west side up in the Van Hook Arm this time of the year. Hey, Kurt, um, a walleye is a walleye, no matter where you go. And around Absolutely. here, walleyes in the fall, like you said, they're feeding. They want big baits. Is it the same as Kakawea? Absolutely. Um, your, your live bait bite, um, is awesome. Jigging wraps are awesome. Um, jigs and minnows are probably some of my favorite, maybe some Creek chubs if you can. And, uh, jigging wraps are probably the most sought after. Um, some guys do some trolling bites, but, but I don't know a lot of them that do. And I'm not going to say good or bad with it. Uh, I, I, I would say I don't have enough experience with a trolling bite in the fall, but that live bait bite, uh, big minnows, um, jigs and minnows and, and jigging wraps are your, are your prime source. Okay. So as we progress through fall, you know, we, we have that natural, uh, desire for these fish to feed and get ready for winter. Do you see in the reservoir, uh, a, a trend shallower or deeper when we're looking for these fish? 
Um, from my experience, um, I've been, I guess, the last few years, I've really gotten a lot of time to spend there in the fall. And those fish are deep. They've been deep all summer, and they're, they're still down there. They're deeper than I wish they were. Um, but they, they're, they're obviously moving shallower as the waters are cooling. And don't get me wrong, I think you can always find fish in shallower water. But I'm going to tell you, probably the prime target range would probably be still 20 to 30 feet of water yet in October. And, and even deeper and sometimes shallower. But I would say 20 to 30 would be, would be a, a, a good place to start. Interesting. So let's talk about the Missouri River a little bit. You know, a lot of okay. people... A lot of people love the Missouri River because pretty much anything you want to catch is going to be in that river. And it's a great place to hide. If if it gets windy, Skakaway is a big lake. You get that wind coming out of the wrong direction, and it's going to get pretty darn nasty out there. But the river, you can always go hide. If people, let's say they're fishing the east side of the lake, like we will be next weekend. We'll be over on the yes, east sir. side. And we we're planning on using the river as a backup in case we have any blow days instead of... You know, if we're up at Lake Winnipeg and you have a blow day, you're probably staying in a cabin, you know. Um, yes, sir. But, but out there, you don't have to. You can go fish in that river, and you can Correct. have an amazing day fishing all kinds of different species. If people are fishing, let's say, by the tail race and, and down 10 miles, what are what can they be looking for? What can they expect? And and you are exactly right with, with that escape route in, in the Missouri River. And late season bites up there, uh, minnow, jigs and minnows are, are a prime source up there and a trolling bite in there because you got an opportunity at um, a lot of different species of trout, salmon, and obviously, of course, walleye. So I'm going to say trolling bites there. And a lot of guys will get into some of these slack water areas and jig with minnows, big minnows. Um, and then the, the tail race, the actual shoots are, that's a whole different animal. You will have guys that are really good in there. They will troll baits in there. They will run um, different types of, they'll cast spoons in there. They'll cast crankbaits in there. They'll troll crankbaits in there. They'll use live bait rigs and drift in there. You just got to play that game up there. And some guys are so good in that area that they have more secrets than I probably know of. But um, up, up in the shoots there, that is they're either on or off up there. You will know in short order if the bite is going, and if not, people will snake down river and just fish the Missouri River like like any place else. You'll find some current breaks and probably do some some jigs and minnows, or you'll do some trolling trolling in some slack water area. You know, and and I like your comment. They'll fish that river just like anywhere else, and you know, rivers can be kind of their own. You know, they're their own body of water Animal. where absolutely um, and but if if you know a river if, if for anybody that likes to fish rivers and is relatively decent at fishing a river it's the same stuff you know you just gotta exactly. look, look for those current seams look for that slack yep. water and it's all relatively easy to find yes one one word of caution the tail race is a little bit different than most of missouri river only because the, the water level fluctuation fluctuation from morning to night is way more noticeable than it is downriver. You could see changes from a foot to four feet. So traveling downriver in the morning, you're going to see a lot of rock, a lot of sandbar, and there is big rocks up there. So words of caution, navigate slow. 
And as the, as the day goes, the water levels will increase, uh, the output will increase, and the water levels will rise. So then your travel home is usually a lot easier. But be careful. Pay attention. There's logs. There's rock. But the fishing is, is, can be super. So there's definitely a place to be. Hey, Kurt, we have talked a lot about fishing, but this is Western North Dakota, and it's knocking on <laughs> October's doorstep here. Uh, Kurt, just give us a 30-second. How does the hunting season look? Do they hunt? Yeah, I, I didn't uh, I didn't know these guys hunted. I thought all they did was fish. <laughs> once in a while, once in a while. <laughs> um, hunting season in short. I think our pheasant numbers look, look great in a lot of areas out west. White-tailed deer population is way down. Mule deer population is okay. Some some big animals showing up in the archery season. Um, I think our upland birds are good, and our waterfowl is, should be super again. So I guess the only downside would maybe be a little bit of deer activity on the whitetail side, but I, upland, waterfowl, all that other doves, everything else I've seen, um, pheasant, it all looks pretty darn promising this year. It's a great time to be an outdoorsman in North Dakota. Absolutely. Thank yep. you very much, yep. Kurt. This is Kurt Sherrado, Ultimate Outdoors Television. We appreciate you coming on Gone Outdoors. All right, guys. Thank you. Special thanks to our Gone Outdoors show sponsors, Raysport Marine, Adventure RV, Lakeland General Store, Devil's Lake Tourism, and Linex of Fargo. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in to Gone Outdoor Radio. Follow along when you hit the water, hit the woods with Gone Outdoor Podcasts at kfgo.com kwsn.com kelo.com or on apple Podcasts. visit us at breweragreoutdoors.com and always follow us on social media until next week from scotty and kyle we will be gone outdoors